Welcome to the Michael Myers Minute, where we delve into the 1978 horror classic Halloween one minute at a time. I'm your host, Robert Black. Minute 33. And I'm out. <laughs> Hold on. Mi- minute 33, Michael pulls his stolen station wagon to the side of the road. Annie and Lori approach Nichols Hardware in Annie's car. We are at the intersection of Meridian Avenue and Mission Street in South Pasadena, California. But we've got more important things to talk about. First, we've got a guest, Allison Waddell of Mean Girls Minute. Welcome, Allison. Thank you. I like your guys' intro. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm kind of new to the whole horror thing, but I really enjoyed this movie a lot, so I'm excited to talk about it. Good. Now, for that reason, and for reasons listeners will see, we're going to do guest questions first thing rather than later. <laughs> Allison, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. Have you ever murdered anyone, or do you plan to? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't plan to. I think I maybe accidentally killed a couple ants. Maybe used a roach spray, but <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe on purposely. <laughs> no, I never plan to kill an animal or a human. <laughs> okay, that's good. Question number two. What is your favorite Mike Myers film, and why? <laughs> well, <laughs> this one is interesting because I actually, I actually, um, <laughs> thought that Mike Myers was a Canadian actor. He is. But he is, yeah. Oh, so, so what's my favorite film of his? <laughs> <laughs> See, listeners, she sends me a message a couple weeks ago. She had just realized that Mike Myers and Michael Myers were not the same person. <laughs> Shout out to George Hendricks. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't know. So I'm not sure what she thought she was going to be watching. <laughs> but I, but you only just watched Halloween for the first time. Mm-hmm. Was it yesterday? Yes. And I really like it. I found out. I also messaged um, George yesterday being like, so Michael Myers is fictional? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm not very well informed. Um, <laughs> it's okay. We have a running joke on my podcast. Send your hate mail to titanicminute at gmail.com. Nice. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can send it to me, girls. You can't answer the question if you want, though. What's your favorite Mike Myers film? This one. <laughs> <laughs> the one I've seen. Okay, good answer. Uh, and number three, who is the meaner girl? Annie or Linda? Who is the... Ah... Is this one a special question for me? That's tricky. Yeah. Um, Linda's very dismissive of the boogeyman. Okay. But it kind of seems like Annie gives Linda a hard time when it comes to guys. I would say Annie. It's so hard. I don't really consider any of them to be mean. And maybe it's because com- I'm coming from a movie where they say things like, boo, you whore. <laughs> 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 and like... Call each other skanks. <laughs> it's a more innocent time, 1978. <laughs> that I'm like, I, they don't really strike me as mean. I think they're all they're all kind of mean in their own ways. I don't think that any one of them are particularly mean. They give her a bit of a harder time than I would like when it comes to the guys. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. They're very pushy. Well, yeah. The first line in this minute is Annie telling Lori to stop coughing. I mean, it's a good thing to do at the time they're approaching police cars. Yeah. And Annie's father. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, she can't really control it if she coughs, especially because they were just smoking. Right. But but they don't want him to know that. No. And in the movie, there's no indication that he does know that. So they did a good job. In the novelization, he does smell it, but he doesn't say anything. Okay, so this is a novel? It's There was a novelization based on the script. Okay. That came out a year after the movie. But it has a lot of stuff that's not in the movie, so I come back to it from time to time. Okay, cool. Annie, just be natural. Very you. Just be natural. Annie's car stops at the police cars. Lee Brackett strolls out to the car and leans down to the window. Seven people beside Brackett are standing around the front of Nichols' hardware. To the right of the entryway stand a woman and two men. To the left stand an older man, maybe Mr. Nichols, two women, and a young deputy. The store windows are decorated for Halloween. The window on the right includes some masks, including a Joker mask, a Harlequin slash Jester mask, and what at first I thought might be a Sleestack from Land of the Lost, but it could be a Gorn from Star Trek, which, considering the usual theory is that Michael got his tricked-out William Shatner mask from the store, is interesting. Orange trick-or-treat bags and pumpkins. There's also a bicycle and what looks like a drill motor in that window on the right, as well as several balls. The window on the left has brooms on display, but they are on a vertical surface and angled as if marketed to a witch more than a housewife. There's also a watering can, a bicycle wheel, and a display of books. Second twelfth, the window goes down. Power windows in 1978 seemed fancy to me, until I looked up and found out the first power windows in a car were introduced in the 1940 Packard 180 series. Yeah, they used to have the handle, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make me feel old. Yes, they. we used to have the handle. 1993, baby. But apparently the power windows went back as far as 1940. Okay. I learned weird things while doing this movies by minute format. I like the handle. Okay. I don't like it anymore. I'm spoiled by new cars. I experienced it once in a rental car. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. She used one of those car window handles once. The type of breaking edge stuff you get when Allison from Me Girls Minute is on. Okay. <laughs> Did you like the handle more or less than Halloween? Than the movie or than the holiday? The movie. <laughs> the movie. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I liked the dynamic between the girls. Fun fact, I believe in the UK, Halloween is kind of like a new concept that they were introduced to by Americans. And I've heard that some of them are kind of like bitter. I don't know about bitter. Well, but... by that, I mean that I watched, well, I watched Loose Women, which is like the equivalent of The View. Oh, okay. And they were sort of going off on how, <laughs> why do we have to have Halloween? Fun fact. Hmm. <laughs> how about the holiday? Did you celebrate Halloween as a kid? Yeah, I did. I, um... Spent a lot of, well, when I was little, I went as Barney a lot. <laughs> and then um, I went in a, <laughs> and then I went in a poodle skirt for a couple years. And then what was, I went as a pink lady one time. From Greece? Like from Greece. Yeah. Nice. I didn't get to do Halloween as a kid, but I've already talked about it in this show, so that's fine. We can skip that. Uh-oh. Our church was against Halloween. 
it was pagan. We didn't celebrate it. Oh, really? Yeah. But I watched the movie from when I was like five, so I made up for it. <laughs> well, there's a little bit of trick-or-treating shown in the movie. Yeah. I think the movie's mainly about this weird guy named Michael. <laughs> He's very violent. Yes. I don't know. We're not allowed to address other minutes, right? You can address whatever you like. It's This movie's 40 years old. I, you're not going to spoil it. <laughs> Liz gets on me dreaming girls about spoilers. Because <laughs> I'm a big spoiler person. You've been on Big Brother. I like spoilers. So he, like, kills his mom or his sister. The sister. The sister. Yeah. And she's singing a song. It, the whole thing's very violent. Okay. I don't know. That That's a troubled kid. You're not big on horror films. This is actually one of the less violent ones in terms of slasher films. Oh, no, yeah. It was very, like, PG, like, in terms of, like, what it showed. But I just think the idea of, like, a child killing their older sister is violent. Oh, yeah. You get to watch him do it. <laughs> well, you don't really see that much. And then he kills a few more people. Yeah. You know, spoilers. I guess there's a whole, like, franchise. Yes, the new one coming out this year. At this point in the movie, he's only killed two people. We only saw one. His little halo above his head. Only killed two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just starting. He's innocent. He's still just a little six-year-old. He just looks bigger. Young Jedi. <laughs> I've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't seen Halloween. Hasn't seen Star Wars. Yep. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, girls, we play a game called, well, George does, because what movies hasn't Allison seen? Nice. <laughs> I want to see Star Wars. Okay. It is. It does exist. You can see it. <laughs> so we have the break-in at the hardware store. Do you like to do it by seconds? Uh, if you got seconds on your notes, yeah. Oh, no, you can go ahead. I don't have seconds on my notes. <laughs> oh, you don't need to. I'm just saying you can. I My next one was second 16, because... I actually really like when they sh they show Sheriff Brackett and they cut back to Annie and Laurie and Jamie Lee Curtis waves really awkwardly and she mouths high. <laughs> she's supposed to be playing it cool and she's just really awkward. Well, it's awkward seeing your friend's parent. My problem with this scene over the years is I don't know why they even stopped. Yeah, they should have just kept on going. Like Just because you see your dad's car doesn't mean you have to pull over. Yeah. But we needed to know, as the viewers, that the store had been robbed. <laughs> and looking at it now, she is so awkward. Uh-huh. She mounts high. Annie asks what happened. Brackett says really loudly, what? Annie even louder, what happened? And Lori flinches at that, too. Jamie Lee Curtis is adorable in this scene. She's all awkward, and then she flinches at them yelling, even though she has to know they're going to do it. <laughs> they didn't do just one take. Somebody broke into the hardware store. Probably kids. You blame everything on kids. Seconds 24 to 26, Lori stares upward out the window, but seems amused by Annie. She looks forward and smiles just a little. Bracket. Well, now all they took were some Halloween masks, a rope, and a couple of knives. Who do you think it was? And Annie's got a great, another great line. She has a lot in this movie, but it's hard growing up with a cynical father. I just like that line. Yeah. I think even before I knew what cynical meant, I liked that line. Yeah. A bit of cynicism is healthy. Yes. But definitely not to the extreme. I mean, it's unhealthy to be completely not cynical, I feel like. 
Although going back to the novel, he doesn't just blame it on kids. He also says sarcastically, what does that sound like to you, a middle management executive at IBM? <laughs> so, he's that way about everybody. Okay. Bit of sarcasm. Yeah. The alarm turns off, finally. Apparently it's been going off since this afternoon. Bracket. Shouting. I said, aren't you going to be late? Annie. To Lori. He shouts, too. I can actually quote this movie without my notes, of course, but I've seen it so many times. They say bye. It's a nice red car with the red interior. <laughs> all the cars are very old. They all kind of look the same. All the cars. Well, a lot of the cars used in the movie, other than the station wagon, were owned by people who worked on the movie. Oh, okay. So it was like cars that were, I don't know, maybe popular in that year or... Probably popular a few years earlier, because these were filmmakers who only recently got out of college. Okay. Now, you've only seen the movie once? Or did you watch it a second time? Um, I watched it once with not good volume, and then I watched it a second time. Okay. Because people who've seen it a lot will know that Michael, you know, robbed this store, and that's where he got his mask and his knives. But as you know... The guy doing Michael Myers Minute, I have to say, I don't think he did, because they've established what time it is, and it's between 6.30 and 7 right now. And he is going to be late, and the Wallaces leave at 7. This means it is close to 7. Michael had his mask hours ago. We all assume, or have assumed, that this robbery was Michael. But this robbery just happened. He has an alibi. He was in Mr. Riddle's backyard. He was following Linda, per the scene added for television. And he has been following Annie's car. Sure, he may have robbed the store, then booked it over to wait near Lori's house. But we assume he robbed the store when the movie is not really telling us that he did. This could just be regular Halloween fun. Michael just happens to be inserting himself into a night where masks and thievery he did steal a car and his clothes and probably that mask and knife. In Halloween 2, we see him take someone's knife right out of their kitchen. And mayhem are commonplace. This just adds to the usual slasher film trope that authority figures are useless. Here, they are busy dealing with the usual chaos. Michael's just one extra thing. Note, later in the novelization... A carving knife and rope that Michael, quote, had taken from the store in town, end quote, is mentioned. But that does not mean it is this store. Plus, the novelization was put together after the movie. And the assumption, based on the editing, that somehow this store was Michael was already in place. He already had his mask while they were in school, which would be a few hours ago. When they drive up to the hardware store, the alarm is still going off. If it's been going off for four hours, someone would have cut the power to the block by now, if not the alarm itself. I don't know. I once lived in like a off-campus apartment, but it was supposed to be like the fancier ones, okay. but it has all the college students in it, and they'll get like drunk and like smash it. And they'll also be like puke in the hallway. It was disgusting. <laughs> Way overpriced. Um, 
<laughs> but like they would like smash it and then I like full on like left the first time like I was in the shower I like got dressed left accidentally got locked out of my room and then there were some kids partying and I was like why aren't you guys out and then they're like it's nothing because they don't I mean they're all gonna die in a fire one day because they don't leave when the fire alarm goes off but once it was like going off for hours hours <laughs> it was ear sh- like shrieking I don't know if that's the right term but it was shriekingly loud it hurt your ears and we all had to stand outside on the balcony and my roommate's boyfriend was high which is great <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes things do go off for hours. Now, since I do notes on locations a lot in this show, and I post photos on Instagram of the locations today, that's Michael Myers Minute on Instagram, uh, we are looking west on mission right here when Annie's car leaves. Uh, The driving sequence that is about to come was added to pad the runtime, not for television, but just for when it was going out into theaters. At this point, Annie is driving toward where the Doyle and Wallace's houses are in Hollywood, though she's many miles away. The drive sequence that's coming up is not between the two. Second 50, Dr. Loomis arrives, parked his car, and he's already out of his car by the time the angle changes. He walks from the driver's side and comes over to approach Sheriff Brackett. Now, I never noticed this because I knew nothing about suits when I was a kid. His brown suit is like a cheap suit. (laughs) Shade. And then he wears, yeah, he wears a long coat (laughs) that he doesn't really use. He mostly just throws it around. But it becomes like his character is always wearing the cheap suit and the coat. Now, they're filming this in May, so it's not that cold. But it is supposed to be cold in the setting, so he's got the coat with him. He approaches Sheriff, says, Sheriff, pardon me, and the minute ends. That is all for Minute 33. Allison, if the listeners want to stalk you, how may they do so? <laughs> um, you can basically find us on any Welcome social media handle the Michael at Myers Mean Girls Minute. Minute. Um, at MeanGirlsMinute at gmail.com. And on Facebook, our group is North Shore Burn Book. North Shore being two words. And you can stalk me on Twitter and Facebook at Myers Minute. The most fun one lately is Instagram, Michael Myers Minute, or join the Facebook listeners group, 45 Lambkin Lane. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a nice review if you like what you hear. See you later. Bye. Bye. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? <laughs>